0: Thank you. Hello guys and welcome back to High Key Adulting, aka the not so serious guide as to how to live your best life as a teen, late teen, or fresh adult. I am your host Jada, and today I've got a great episode coming your way with the lovely and talented Kayla Moniz. Today we talk about her fitness journey as well as how you can possibly start your own. You're going to definitely feel inspired after this one for sure. But before we get into it, we're gonna go ahead and talk about my highs and lows. So currently it is 11:33. p.m on this lovely monday night yes uh this podcast episode is gonna go up in about 12 hours but i need to film the intro and that's why we're here so let's start with the low over the past like three days something has happened to my body like i've had this issue for a while but it has gotten so much progressively like that's not even a thing way progressively worse i don't know what's happened i've never felt this much pain in my life in the past three days i've been waking up with excruciating piriformis pain and piriformis is a really deep muscle slash nerve i don't even know i'm not saying the correct thing don't listen to me in your like butt (laughs) i don't know how to explain this any better while i was dancing still hardcore and all that kind of stuff um it was hurting really badly but never this bad and guess what i haven't even been doing that much like physical exercise wise especially not in the past three days that would have caused this to hurt at all But i've been waking up and i cannot walk like it's been like crying pain i don't know what's going on and honestly the last thing that i want to do right now is contact a doctor during this time while they're busy doing other things you know like i really just want to figure out a way on how to fix it myself stretch it myself and even all the stretches that i'm doing sleeping positions i've been trying like it's just kind of the worst i don't know but that's been my low for the week uh hopefully i can get a good night's rest and just wake up and feel better but we shall see but let's move on to the highs so i have a couple of highs that i wanted to just go ahead and quickly say the first one being that if you guys listened to my last podcast episode you would know that i ordered fifteen hundred dollars worth of camera gear um i actually just posted a youtube video on it so you guys can see that i got a canon m50 so i'm super excited and my lens actually just came in today and since this isn't a youtube video you guys can't see it but it is beautiful like oh my god i'm so excited to keep using it i basically have the canon m50 and i got the sigma 16 millimeter 1.4 lens it's great i love it so much funny story it actually came in last week but turns out that it was the wrong mount i got the mount for a sony slash nikon camera instead of a canon camera so had to return it because it's not the right one and now i I have the right one and it's great and grand i didn't know it was coming in today it said it was supposed to get here tomorrow so when it came in today i got so excited yes i tried it out did all the things and i'm in love so be sure to subscribe to my channel on YouTube if you haven't already, it will be linked in the show notes down below or you can just go ahead and type in youtube.com slash Jones, and it will come up. So yes, camera lens, big A+, plus. that's been a great high. Um, as well as this week, I actually just had such an overwhelming feeling of just gratitude, which I'm really glad about because it's been really hard to see the good in things as of recently. I think that I'm just starting to look at things in a different way, and I can say that it has 100% most definitely been attributed to the content that I've been consuming, whether that's YouTube-wise, Instagram-wise, podcast-wise. Friend-wise, um, I think that this past week I really took the time to watch my favorite YouTubers, like my favorite like New York City vloggers and my favorite just people, all of my YouTube friends. Like I took the time to catch up on content and really digest it and the best way that I can do that is by watching it on my TV. If you guys do anything with YouTube or consume any kind of YouTube content, like I usually do it on my phone and for me... I have a pretty short attention span when it comes to YouTube because I feel like I just feel like I need to get work done so I'm always like okay I'm just going to skip through this video to see what it's about so I like always skip through it get the gist of it and move on so I never really get to slowly process it and like actually enjoy the video for what it is in order to do that I just place it on my tv and i find that i just will actually end up watching the content like actually end up grasping what's going on you know and especially if it's not like my favorite youtuber ever like i usually just skip through it but i've realized that like if i actually watch the video on my tv i can learn to like other people and other youtubers and i don't know that's so dumb and weird but like for real i've been con- just consuming so many great youtubers some of my favorites are definitely renee Amberg. she lives in new york city michelle choi also lives in new york city also really love claudia and I've been just getting so many recommendations for newer vloggers one that I'm actually really obsessed with right now her name's Nana Florence we just followed each other on Instagram so she is so cute and um we were like we should talk soon like all that kind of stuff I'm just so excited to keep making more new YouTube friends they are so cute yes I've just been feeling so grateful and feeling optimistic about you know other people and just having their lives you know like getting together slowly through a vlog even if it's through a vlog but I've been liking it and it's been making me feel really motivated really energetic because it almost feels better to like vicariously live through somebody else's life like i've been watching katie Bellotti a lot and we recently became friends as well and i've been obsessed with her content for years so it's so cool to see that you know i'm just starting to really surround myself around really good people so super freaking excited for what the future has to hold because guess what guys this is gonna be our normal for a bit and we just gotta get used to it i'm gonna just enjoy everything that i've got going on tomorrow i'm actually finally (laughs) finally renewing my license um I will be able to drive finally so hopefully I can get some content I'm gonna try and vlog this week I was supposed to start it today but I woke up in excruciating pain like I said so I didn't get to that today yeah so that's kind of how the week's been going and that's my highs and lows I'm just gonna end it right there and the next thing that I'm going to cover is the quote of the week so this week I actually found this very early on in the week but I saved it because I knew I wanted to read it so Here's the quote. For those of you saying you want to spread love in this time, research is love. Advocacy is love. Having hard conversations is love. You want to spread love? Listen to those people in pain who have been systemically oppressed and say, I hear you. I believe in your humanity and I will fight for it no matter what it takes. That is the most loving we can be and I just love that so much because it just didn't like attack somebody it wasn't like you know like it wasn't making you feel guilty in any kind of way because I know especially over the past few months it's been very like it's been so heavy on social media with just all the movements going on and it's really important to remember that they still exist and to remember that we've still got a lot of work to do and it can become overwhelming and very uncomfortable at times to feel like you always have this burden on you but I promise you that you can make your life work while also fighting for others like you can also still have a while fighting for others and that's just something so important to remember so i love that i found that on the account rev julia roth and she just wrote that i'm pretty sure and she posted it on her story so shout out to you girl thanks so much for writing that i reposted it on my story and it was beautiful so thank you for that and yeah that was the quote And the last thing that I'm going to say before we get into the episode is the reviewer of the week. Thank you guys so much for sending in more reviews. Like, please keep it up. I just love reading your guys' reviews and reading what you guys think of the podcast as well as it really does help my podcast out. So definitely rate and review it if and when you've got the time, super simple. You have to go to the Apple Podcast app hit whatever star you think this is and then all you have to do is just write something it can be a little quick sentence quick splurge and that will get the job done so thank you guys so much again to everyone who has sent out a review it helps a ton this reviewer comes from chloe ferrer she titles it review i just figured out how to review because i listen on spotify but i am a new listener and love your content it's so refreshing and original when i listen while cleaning my room or driving to work it feels like i'm just talking to a friend keep doing you sis xx that is so cute thank you so much and it's so weird to think that you guys are listening to me like on the go i just love that and just love knowing that i am just refreshing your guys this morning making you guys feel like you've got a friend to listen to all that kind of stuff the next couple of weeks we've got some exciting guests coming on so definitely subscribe now if you haven't already on apple podcast or Follow it on Spotify, do all those things. And yes, if Chloe if Chloe figured out how to review it, guys, you can too. So definitely, if you guys have an iPhone, review it. It helps a ton. So thank you so much again, Chloe, for sending in your review. That's about it. So let's go ahead and get right into the episode, and I will talk to you guys next week. All right, guys. So today I have a special guest with me. Her name is Kayla Moniz, and I'm so excited to have her. How are you doing today? I now I'm great after okay great (laughs) technological issues oh yeah no we had a few technical issues but she got it to work what a queen um so yeah go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself and the work that you do
1: yeah so my name is Kayla um I am a dancer based out of New York City, which is how I know Jada. We met in an audition; it was really great, and we've was kind really of been funny. friends ever since. Yes, <laughs> um, yes. I'm a dancer in the city, and then along with that, I'm also a health coach and a personal trainer and a trainer at Body by Simone, which is the light of my life. I love working there so much. It's um, it's dance based fitness, so we do dance cardio classes, full body with toning, and then for my more personal training side of my career, I'll do some of that, but also, you know, like the more generic exercises and just gym conditioning, stuff like that. So my my, my life kind of revolves around movement of some sort. <laughs> sometimes that. it's choreographed, sometimes it's just random workouts I throw together and stuff.
0: <laughs> right, right. And you yeah. also do musical theater. Talk a little bit about that. Okay, okay, okay. I got, I got your bad. Go and do it. Um, yes.
1: I started theater when I was in high school, but I've been doing ballet since I was three. Um, so I have a really classical uh, ballet background, and then in Good high girl. school I kind of just—I was honestly I was really tired of doing the Nutcracker, and I was like, "Oh, I can't do Waltz of the Flowers anymore. I can't do snow. <laughs> I can't do all these things." Like Mood. I was like, over that is it. So funny. Looking back, I mean, it's it's such a, a joy and a dream to do that, but at the time I was just being a moody teenager, and I was just overdoing that. Anyway, <laughs> that's kind of when I transitioned into doing musical theater which I just fell like head over heels in love with this love theater so 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 much um so I just did community theater in high school and then when I was 18 I moved to the city to pursue it as a career so I didn't go to college I just moved there I did Broadway Dance Center's professional semester for four months And after that, I went right into my first audition season, and I've been very blessed to have been working consistently since. Um, That's
0: amazing. Yes, ma'am. Yeah no we literally had the exact same story exact same story we both had a classical background i grew up in ballet like started at age seven and then grew up did dance whatever and then i went to a performing arts middle school and high school so i kind of grew up doing musical theater the entire lowdown of my life and then i just again moved to the city at age 17 because i graduated a year Mm -hmm. early and then Mm -hmm. yeah we did the exact same thing so definitely cool to have someone relate and yeah let's go ahead and talk about your journey with fitness i feel like this is what i really wanted to focus on with this episode as i don't know i feel like a ton of us there's a lot of things going around during this quarantine time with fitness and just like at home workouts and there's honestly a lot of unhealthy things out there as well like and it doesn't help that like social media tiktok Mm -hmm. culture youtube culture can just like put these absolutely unrealistic yeah unrealistic (laughs) expectations on like getting abs in two weeks and like like full-on six-pack abs in two weeks and like i feel like you're just gonna have so much to rant about and i'm so excited but let's talk about your journey
1: Yeah, for sure. My fitness journey, I mean, apart from dance, I, I guess regarding fitness, in the beginning, I was like, okay, obviously, because dance is the craziest workout, but, mm-hmm. you know, my teachers always told me, okay, like, dancers should really only do yoga and Pilates on the side. Um, if you're going to, like, work out other than being in the ballet class or in whatever studio, you should be only doing cardio. So I was like, okay, you know, dancers should only you know, do cardio and or yoga and Pilates, Um, and I kind of did that, I mean, even, I didn't really ever work out in high school and stuff other than just being in class, and, you know, we do some Mm -hmm. conditioning and warm-up and stuff, but nothing crazy. I guess my fitness journey really started when I was on tour with West Side Story. Um, At the time, I was going through some pretty hard, like, disordered eating patterns Mm -hmm. and body image things, and, you know, in addition to, (laughs) like, eight plus shows a week sometimes I was just literally insane running yeah. or like mm-hmm. on the elliptical for like hours in the morning Ooh, girl. really burning myself out losing way 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 too much weight um I was at a really unhealthy place physically and mentally definitely emotionally and honestly I mean so when I came back from tour I it was a little better but I just didn't have a knowledge of my 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 mindset prior to that was like if I lifted a single weight I would get bulky which, you know, as a dancer, especially growing up with a ballet background, Bulk is, like, really frowned upon, especially in classical yeah, ballet. I it mean, really is. Now, now, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, nowadays, the ballet world has changed so much more. Misty I mean, Copeland. City Ballet. Yeah. And Misty Copeland, like, Sarah Mearns has beautiful, exactly. like, sculpted muscle, and, like, Ashley Bowder, Megan Fr- all those, they have such beautiful muscle. Um, but before it was really, you know, you want to be like a toothpick, (laughs) little to no visible, like, (laughs) um, sculpt, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. So coming back from tour, I'm back in New York and one of my dear, dear friends on tour, Nikki Croker, who is, and she's back in Australia, but she's such a good friend of mine. She was a trainer at Body by Simone. So she was like, why don't you come like take my class? And we're back in the city. And I took a class at BBS from her and then I just felt so in love with this movement and this Mm -hmm. method and as I started taking other trainers I just was so inspired by these women who had these like I was like it kind of gave me the mindset I was like wow muscle can be beautiful you know I don't just have to like run and kill myself doing cardio hours a day literally you know I can lift heavier weights and you know have fun and enjoy exercising and just getting out of this really toxic mindset of, like, getting bulky and gaining muscle and that that wasn't beautiful and things like that. And now, mm-hmm. I mean, fast forwarding to now, I've, I'm have i taking my um, NASM CPT test tomorrow, which is, yes. like, my certified personal trainer test, and I've been so interested in human anatomy and athletic performance and fitness, and I am so like gung-ho for dancers and any any woman anyone Mm -hmm. like lifting weights like squat with a bar and you know lifting heavier dumbbells cross-conditioning you know just really being super well-rounded in fitness um so I'm super inspired by just so many people um that have brought that like inspiration into my life and now I mean I remember saying and I posted this on this on my instagram i posted a video of me like squatting um at one of my jobs in the city i do reception at this really cool gym and on my off time i'll work out and Mm -hmm. i was just squatting a bar with like i don't know how much weight and i put in the caption i was like i literally remember saying so vividly that i would never ever do a squat because i didn't want to get thunder thighs Mm -hmm. and looking now i'm like i like i love i love a squat Mm -hmm. like i'll I'll squat all day (laughs) you know Um, but yeah, I'm such a fan of cross conditioning and working out, lifting heavier weights, lifting lighter weights, just finding joy in movement and feeling really empowered through exercise. And that's one of the things that helped kind of heal my, heal heal my Mm -hmm. body image things too. And just kind of redefining what I think is beautiful for me and letting go of a lot of judgment as well. So fitness has been a really big part of my life in that sense
0: yeah Ooh, that was such a lovely answer dude my fireworks are going off like crazy right now i don't know if you can can you hear it can you hear him no i can't hear it it's so loud so i'm glad dude literally the (laughs) night after fourth of july and the week on like people will yeah i forget it's about that time regarding fourth of july just like a quick tangent Uh uh-huh go for it
1: growing up in hawaii fourth of july isn't really like we observe it and celebrate i was about to say yeah american holiday but We don't. It's not really a big deal, and I never grew up with it being like this big party, red, white, and blue, Mm -hmm. everything. I would think so, yeah. Yeah, and my first contract I ever did was a a regional production of Chicago in North Carolina in Highlands. Way tiny tiny mountains, yeah. And so we were staying like, the theater was in North Carolina, but we were staying at this little place in Georgia, so just right over. And we, I was there over Fourth of July weekend, and. So that was my first like American like full-out 4th oh. of July and I <laughs> was funny. so mind blown at how invested mm-hmm. people like got like oh my gosh so we we were staying right near this big huge like field and man it was just like that would be a nightmare for these like covid times because everyone was mm-hmm. packed with like barbecues exactly. and red white and blue it's everything thing, and yes I was like oh my, and it lasted, like, from Friday to Sunday, you know, it was just wild. Mm-hmm, that's I, a, I was yep, like, wow. That's a thing. I was like, this is
0: an American 4th <laughs> <point> of July. <laughs> literally, yeah, it's madness. Yeah. No, I, I was so curious, actually. I was like, yeah, do you guys even celebrate it over there? Because it's like, you guys are literally a part of the U.S., but it's like, it's just so weird yeah. to think about, like, how, you know. But, like, yeah, that's so we'll insane. Just, like, we'll
1: hang out with family and do barbecues and, like, Agreed, pops yeah. and fireworks, but, like,
0: yeah, no. no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back to the whole fitness thing, I feel like yeah mm-hmm. there were so many unrealistic standards brought up for young girls especially in the dance world just about like how a woman should look and how a girl should look and mm-hmm. how you know skinny and pretty and whatever we should be and um i think especially in these days i mean now it's kind of the opposite now it's about being thick and having the hourglass body yeah. and it's a wild it's just like yeah. these beauty standards yeah. And it's different in different parts of the world. Like, definitely in Asia, yes. it is so easy for us to be like, let's be yes. skinny, let's be skinny. Mm-hmm. And then here it's like, let's be thick with three Cs. So it's like, what do you feel mm, about all that C's. stuff? Like, what do you feel about the whole... <laughs> with three, not two, three. <laughs>
1: um, it's so difficult, especially, I mean, I kind of grew up with social media, but, you know, like, for, I guess, the generation, like, right after me, just growing up in this where you're constantly surrounded by and kind of aggressively, you know, pushed to sort of follow after these ideals of mm-hmm. what you should look like and what your body should look like. I mean, even me, you know, I'm, I'm 23. I have a really good head on my shoulders. and But I can get so triggered by, like, bo- like you know, the pictures mm-hmm. people post on Instagram. And I, I wouldn't even know this person, or maybe I do. And, I mean it sounds so cliche, but truly every body is beautiful. And mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't mean that you can't want to change. Cause mm-hmm. I see a lot of things that are also on the flip side. Like if you love your body, you know, you shouldn't want to change it. I mean, no, there's, there's definitely yeah, still like healthy standards, sure. healthy right. weights you should be at. It depends on your body type, your genetics, all these different things. Um, so it's never a black and white answer of this is like beauty. I mean, I, yeah, body image is so tough and it's so it is overwhelming yeah. and all consuming. It can really like eat over, eat up your life.
0: Yeah, agreed, agreed. But social media, yeah, it just completely just almost distorts this idea of just like, this is what you should be and if you're not then you're just not in it it hurts to watch Mm -hmm. almost because it's like what would it be like like imagine if social media didn't exist what would the standard be like you know what what would it be if there would be any at this point you know so even i remember i
1: remember reading this thing about like if mirrors cameras didn't exist and if mirrors didn't exist body image issues probably wouldn't exist yeah, when I was going through the depths of my, like, disordered eating and body image mm-hmm. stuff, I really would spend hours in the mirror just, like, nitpicking nitpicking every single little, like, dimple and roll and all these things. And it's just so obsessive and toxic. And one of my biggest things that I always like to share is about <laughs> stopping, like, yourself mirror checking in the mirror every time, you know, mm-hmm. you walk past or you know, just mirror checking and spending too much time is so... Detrimental to your mental health. It's really tough to break though. It's so hard. Sure. It, 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 it's it an is. addiction, honestly. Mm-hmm.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Like it's just mm-hmm. as bad as social media at this point. Because I do realize, like, yeah. now everyone has like a full body size mirror in their room, and like everyone's mm-hmm. always checking themselves. It's so true. I think there's actually like this challenge that I've yeah. seen some YouTubers do where they like don't look at themselves for seven days and like they close every single mirror. Like you know, obviously you look in the you know view view what's right yeah, rear yeah, yeah. view mirror of like your car, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. you're not like actively checking yourself you're not like looking at yourself to see what you look like and it's mm-hmm. weird because then at the end of the week you're like whoa, like that's a person like that is somebody you know and like you yes. should treat that somebody with respect and honestly I kind of feel like everyone should try it like we're in this quarantine time you've got nothing else to do just don't look at yourself in the mirror one less thing to do but yes. you know but yeah Absolutely. I completely agree yeah the way that you see yourself in the mirror definitely just has so much to do with absolutely everything it's so weird because it's so true i mean we look in the mirror to do our makeup to check our outfit to look at our bodies like in this swimsuit yeah. without a swimsuit i mean mm-hmm. we see ourselves before we go shower like it's just it's wild it's interesting to see how much power something such as a reflective glass can do to our lives yeah interesting yeah for sure um is there anything that you can elaborate on on just kind of how you started making exercising a huge part of your life like is there anything else that you can say about mm-hmm.
1: that it's, it's a blessing and a curse that we have so many resources online to draw from. I mean, there are hundreds of thousands of Instagrammers and, you know, quote-unquote influencers and YouTubers that post workouts. So right. at first, I mean, at first I, you know, as w- when you're an artist in the city, you can't afford, mm. <laughs> at first, too many, you know, cla- X amount of classes per week. So <laughs> along with going to, like, BBS and doing class there, I was really just trying to find my groove with people online like their workouts that I resonated with and I you know I went through phases of for a while I was only like I was trying to be like a crossfitter like or lifter whatever so I was only lifting I was doing very little cardio that didn't really sit too well with me I didn't feel like empowered Mm -hmm. you know for a while (laughs) while I was on tour I was only doing yoga like eat sleep breathe yoga nothing and my show but like nothing (laughs) else so I really went through these like experiments with myself which was really frustrating because I was also at the time very um I wasn't my like end goal was really focused on body image like I was body image result focused and at the time I didn't understand the benefits of exercise for anything other than like shredding out my body (laughs) I'm like you know building muscle losing fat which is also a hard mindset to break Mm -hmm. um and I all I say this with nutrition too but you really have to play scientist with yourself and experiment and it's it's a frustrating Mm -hmm. process you know it's maybe a little more difficult with like your eating habits and your nutrition and stuff but you have to just try different workouts and you know you might leave some frustrated because like you hated it that's fine Mm-hmm. You, I just recommend leaving yourself really open to things. Try boxing, you know. Try Ooh, cycling. Oh, that's so fun! Um, oh yeah, boxing is amazing. I used to love the Pop Sugar fitness workouts mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was my go-to because at the time that was really. This is like maybe like four or five years ago. That mm-hmm. was kind of the only source that I found for like reliable and consistent fitness videos. Um, but as in regards to, I guess, making fitness a part of my daily life, I just love it so much. I love to move my body. I love to feel strong.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Sometimes I love to feel like I can't breathe and I'm going to die. I love just the adrenaline and the push of discovering what my body can do and how far I can take it. Um, I'm just super amazed by the human body's ability to adapt and lift yes. heavy things and be fast and be powerful and jump high. It's just, it's super empowering for me. And it's a huge part of my mental health and daily routine. Right. But rest days are also so important. But in for general, sure. I'm mm-hmm. I'm moving all the time. I just, I love it. That's, that's really all I can say. I just love it so much.
0: That's awesome. I mean, like, yeah. I feel there's just, uh, I feel like there's just kind of a negative connotation around working out. And I kind of don't know what it is. But even for me, like during this quarantine time, I feel like I was so like workout like yes I'm gonna do a workout but I feel like I can't like this is just personal TMI stuff but like I feel like I genuinely can't get excited about it. I don't know. Like I have mm. certain like specific body limitations like where I can't do specific things. Like my body mm-hmm. always feels super fatigued and this was one thing that always like happens to me. It's like this is so weird. I don't even know if you're going to know what this is, but I like black out all the time. I don't know what it is, but it's not like a pass out blackout. So my eyes like it's like you know how you stand up too fast? It's like that's what happens, but like my eyes black out and then they come back and it's like Interesting. my levels are almost off and I've talked to my like what do you call the eye doctor? My eye doctor. I've talked to my eye doctor about like all this stuff as well because I'm like, maybe they will know like what's going on because maybe it's an eye problem and not necessarily like a levels problem. And so i've had so many people tell me like gatorade salt like whatever but it physically like i don't mm-hmm. know i feel like it also makes me feel sick like it feels like whenever i try and work out it's like it's like a real struggle to work out and it's weird because i can dance all day long but i think it's also because dance is um aerobic exercise is like going all the way through the entire thing just kind of moving you yeah. keep moving the entire mm-hmm. time that's kind of what your class did for me and i feel like because when i went to your class it was so tiring because i just kept like whatever oh my gosh, so same. i was i was like oh gosh i don't know if i can do this you know like it was literally- beating me up like after like a yeah. like a good 25 minutes I was done yeah but then like dance class it's like you learn plie you stop then you do tendu then mm, you stop mm-hmm. because they're teaching the combination so I feel like that's why I can yeah. get through ballet class so much easier because yeah. it's like I can work super super hard and then take a break you know mm-hmm. but yeah the aerobic exercise versus non-aerobic exercise is very yep, like yep, yep yep you know but yeah kind of what are your tips for like more energy type you know whatever
1: it's, it could be a question of nutrition so mm-hmm. what are you you know, eating to fuel yourself beforehand and recover after. Are you hydrated? Mm -hmm. Um, on another hand, it could be something medical. I mean, so many people nowadays have issues with thyroid, um, or, you know, chronic fatigue and adrenal fatigue. We just run ourselves so dry and it's not something that you, you won't feel sick enough to like go to the doctor, but you just feel fatigued and you're just running yourself into the ground. It's actually, I had adrenal fatigue during and for a while after tour, um, It's a hard diagnosis to come to because a lot of doctors are just like, oh, you're just tired, like rest, Mm -hmm. but it goes a little deeper with hormones and stuff and, you know, what levels your body is at with with those types of things. Um, Also, what I see happen a lot and because, you know, people want this result so bad, they jump into things that are too hard too quickly Mm -hmm. and then A, you get exhausted, um, injured, or just emotionally fatigued from trying to do that thing and then getting frustrated mm-hmm. that you couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, something like the BBS, like dance cardio class, it's 55 minutes of crazy,
0: Yes, literally, crazy,
1: guys. crazy cardio. It's so fun. And like, it's
0: fun. It is fun. I mean,
1: my training for that was crazy. And even sometimes now when I teach class, I've been teaching class on Zoom through COVID for BBS. And I'm just like, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> And you just, you know, you keep going and you finish and stuff. Um, But I guess for energy, it could be a question of nutrition, maybe an underlying medical condition, possibly related to hormonal issues or fatigue. Mm -hmm. Um, Or it's just starting slow and small, which is really frustrating. And nowadays people want things now and fast, and you want to get to the highest level Mm -hmm. tomorrow or today. (laughs) But taking small and simple steps really create a sustainable habit change that'll last
0: nice. for in sure in the long run yeah like it said in atomic habits it was like even if you roll out your yoga mat for like one minute and then the second minute you just tie on your shoes like that'll start the snowball effect to start even yeah. doing something and even yeah. if you do like push-ups or jumping jacks for five minutes and that's all you do for oh, the day yeah. that's something you know just like that's moving your body
1: is for so sure. essential to physique aside getting blood circulating throughout your body mm-hmm. preventing chronic disease just helping the basic your things, hormonal right. health brain health which is the things that we need to survive and
0: thrive. I like that, thanks for giving your little tips for you know just starting slow and whatnot. For people who just kind of have no idea where to start with their own personal fitness journey, where do you think someone should start? I feel like there's so many overwhelming Mm. choices these days. A lot of it is also personally like geared to whoever you are, what your daily routine looks like, what your work schedule looks like, if you have kids, you know, like it's kind of for anyone, but what are your tips?
1: Well, I mean the number one I guess excuse for not working out is always I don't have time right so it's definitely a thing where you have to prioritize you might have to sacrifice something else like sacrifice your tv time or again like it's it's hard to kind of say exactly because everyone's lives are so different so agreed yeah working out is my career in a sense so Mm -hmm. for me it's a lot easier to say i work out every day or six days a week you should too versus a new mom or
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know a hustling actor who's going to 20 auditions in a day right, you know try, right. and then going to like bar- she's bartending at night um and again that's where the comparison trap comes in because it's probably on the day that you didn't get your workout in when you see everyone posts oh my gosh like yes, sweaty selfie that. love like Love, you know, that's my workout at cycle, whatever. You just really have to figure out for yourself as often as you can while remaining healthy and sane and not burning yourself out, go for it. Mm-hmm. And do your best not to compare, you know, the amount of times you're able to work out with your friends because that just doesn't serve you. Comparison never serves you. It only serves to bring you down and, you know, hurt you in the long run. Um... I guess as far as, you know, though, like workout modalities and what types of workouts who you should follow. Again, it's, it's sticky because a lot lot of the people you see on social media, they're not really qualified to like, no, literally properly be doing um, workouts. And some are great, you know, some, but most don't, And not that you need a formal education to share fitness. I think, you know, sharing passions on social media is one of the beautiful things about it. Um, but I would say look for people that do have a certification or they've gone Mm. to school for, you know, sports medicine, um, athletics, or you know, they've they've been an athlete in the past, so they can help you with that sort of thing. I loved Natasha Ocean. I think that's Mm. how you say her name. Ocean. Ocean Oceani. She's amazing love her circuit workouts. I think she's a PhD in like bio I'm going to butcher it so I won't even try bio something. <laughs> um and she's another one I love to watch on YouTube because I oh, she's just such a cool chick and she a lot of her videos talking about body image and nutrition. She'll cite and you know like do little pop-ups on the screen of the science behind said topic. And that's actually I think the name of most of her videos like that or like the science behind losing fat, gaining muscle, things like that. But I love like her hit workouts on Instagram too.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: Stephanie Buttermore, I love. It's so easy nowadays we have answers at our fingertips, especially I mean, it's almost even people go to YouTube first to search up a question or Instagram versus typing it on Google because we'd rather see the visual, get a quick answer through a video or visual versus like reading an article on the topic that you want to read up on. And I get mainly questions like nutrition wise, like how do I learn about nutrition? And I watch this girl's video and I, I follow this girl and how do I know what to eat for myself? And at the core of nutrition and fitness you have to educate yourself. You don't have to go to school for it, you know, or get a certification. Um, if it's your passion, I say go for it 100%. Read credible websites and organizations and articles. Get books on these things and don't just take your, take it with a grain of salt if you're looking on Instagram or on mm-hmm. YouTube.
0: I love and that. That's a big yeah, tip, honestly. Education,
1: man, truly. That's, cause for sure. that's it's fact. I mean, things change and, you know, theories get you know improved on or new studies come out but that's Mm -hmm. you know you also have to stay with the times and do your best to educate yourself on the science of working out of losing fat of building Mm -hmm. muscle of you know eating carbs eating protein you know vegetables fats all these things super super important I'm so happy to share about nutrition and fitness on Instagram but I'm always like also do your research yeah look for yourself because I'm I'm I have my own opinions and Mm -hmm. biases as well you know so Mm -hmm. um, do educate yourself do your research to help back you up so you're not just comparing
0: that. all the time for like sure that. yeah yeah mm-hmm. honestly education like really like really and truly just like with, and that's with anything honestly that's with anything mm-hmm. that you do so i mean i definitely agree there are tons of articles and just research out there that's already been done for you all you got to do is just do a little bit of typing yeah. on google you and got, you literally you, will find get it get back yeah. to reading
1: folks get back to reading
0: like we've got tiktok on our hands where you scroll and there's 15 seconds and there's 60 seconds our attention spans are just not there as a human uh race i mean even like speaking of of TikTok, like the what I
1: eat in a day, is I oh. find so. Oh, that. I mean, I don't actually girl. so I don't have TikTok. I like watch my sisters mm-hmm. or like, you know, my friends and stuff with them, or I'll see them because they get shared on Instagram, or like my workout routine. Yeah, a lot routine, of the complications day
0: Yes, it's. I'm just yes, like, girl. Oh, Honestly, girl, yeah. No. Put your two cents on that because I've seen so many of them even <laughs> pop into my like. Am I recommended yeah. of, like, oh, reacting to TikTok girls is, like, oh, yeah. uh, what I eat in a day. is It's, yeah. can you imagine, like, being 11 or 12 years old and, like, seeing that and being like, yep, that's going to be my diet for tomorrow. Right. At, at that age, at
1: that age, you can't educate yourself because, like, you're too young to to know how to do that. And mm-hmm. it's sad that the only, you know.
0: Source, yeah.
1: Yeah, source of, like, influence that these little girls have is on their phones, is on TikTok and Instagram and Most girls that post that are way, way, way under eating and under eating does not make you skinny. It, Mm -hmm. it kind of just starts to deteriorate like your body from the inside out. It's a slow process, but you need to eat for energy, eat for hormonal health. Ladies, eat so you have a healthy cycle. Mm -hmm. When I So I lost my period for three years. This was when I was on tour, so I was way under eating and super stressed, traveling. And you weren't on,
0: like, birth control or anything? No. So when,
1: like, a year into not having it, my gyno back at home wanted me to go on it to, like, get my Mm -hmm. cycle back or kind of, like, get some hormone, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, regulate Mm -hmm. it a little bit. But I really firmly believed in my body to be able to heal itself. As I went through my holistic nutrition school, this is later, but I always felt inside that my body could heal itself if I gave it the chance. Granted, that was a year in and for two years kind of after that sort of revelation, I still didn't have it. But your body will work at her own time. (laughs) It takes a really, really long time for everything to come back into balance. But about the period and like, I remember when I first lost it, I was so proud. I was like, wow, like I'm skinny enough to not have a period, like fierce. Wow. Like any girl who has a period right now, like you're probably fat.
0: That was my my mindset. gosh, That's crazy. That's Mm -hmm. insane. Then like literally, can you imagine what people are thinking right now? Like that, like just, you know, that eight. Wow. Crazy. And now like I
1: literally, so I'm uh, what I think this month, July 2020 is the 10th or 11th month that I've gotten my period like consistently. Yes, man So I'm, we love <laughs> so it. I'm almost at the, um, almost at the year, year mark. And every month I celebrate because I'm like, thank you God. Like I have my period. That means my body is healthy. Mm-hmm. My hormones are happy. That means I'm not under eating or over exercising. Mm-hmm. I'm not stressing myself out. Like I, my body feels safe enough to, you know, potentially be able to have a child not that Mm -hmm. I'm looking to do that anytime soon but having a period means that your body feels safe enough to have the possibility of having a little bebe in there Mm -hmm. I know and yeah I get cramps and stuff but I do I'm super grateful to like have my period back so I try and flip the cramps and be like you know what I didn't have them and this is health so Uh, (laughs) yeah
0: it makes me so happy I completely forgot about that but as soon as you brought it up I was like oh yes like please speak about that because that's Uh that's really awesome I love that so much it's it is empowering and it should be empowering it shouldn't be something that also like little girls are like like oh like I'm ashamed of this because like I just got in like you know that's so sad like I've never I don't think I've ever been like ashamed it's kind of flip side for me I feel like I feel like everyone was like oh like we have our periods like whatever so like it was more like that so that was a yeah. whole other thing so middle yeah, school it's it's like, so you weird. don't have your period yet yeah like, it's like mm, <laughs> nope you can't sit with that <laughs> yeah yeah thanks so
1: much for sharing that because that is something yeah so for sure I'm so open about that because so many yeah. girls go through it especially right. nowadays and for sure I'm so you know it humbles me and honors me to be able to like share that and be on the other side and mm-hmm. be able to share like how I got it back and just my story because no one's ever alone and going through eating things you know feeling like you don't have motivation to work out or Mm -hmm. you know feeling ugly in your body all and having just like overwhelming anxiety and stress right it's so isolating and you feel like I'm definitely the only person in the world that feels that way it's not oh my gosh like there is a huge community of women out there I would I dare to say every woman you know and and guys too but Mainly, you know, girls we we go through these thoughts and have these sorts of things happen. Mm-hmm. Again, can't imagine being a young a really young girl growing mm-hmm. up in this like social media is life area. Yeah. Like living, you know living breathing on your phone and on instagram and stuff but you're you're not alone like Mm -hmm. and that's that's one thing that really helped my healing journey with both you know food and body images i was like wow like i have friends that also went through this so opening up about Mm -hmm. it really helped me a lot which is why i I try and share as much as i can i'm such an open book i'm like i'll talk about my period i don't care right right right
0: (laughs) yeah So one more fitness thing. I want to go ahead and ask you, what does kind of a week in your life of workouts look like? I feel like that's okay, so fun to talk yeah. about.
1: I guess we'll say, it, I mean, obviously it's different since I'm not in the city and running around mm-hmm. like a maniac doing things. That, um, that exactly. So we'll say like a typical week in quarantine. So Monday, I try and incorporate two quote-unquote heavier training sessions a week. Um, heavier lifting helps to build bone density metabolism and it just obviously helps you build muscles so I try and incorporate two heavier days a week where I'm doing maybe little bursts of like jump rope but nothing no crazy hit tuck jump box burpee mm-hmm. things it's mainly low cardio intensity but I'm like squatting and doing you know focused on certain specific muscle groups like yesterday I did like my biceps my back and like some hamstring stuff and core um, but mm-hmm. like I jump rope t- to warm up for like a minute in quarantine. Like my Mondays and Saturdays are my like heavier training days. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are my BBS days. So Tuesdays oh. I teach dance cardio. Um, Wednesdays I teach full body, and Thursdays are dance cardio. And within those days, I kind of see those A as my BBS days, but B as my um, my go hard or go home days. So I'll also <laughs> just because I'm I'm super passionate about endurance and pushing my body endurance wise. So I run on my dance cardio days sometimes just to, you know, get more reps in and increase my endurance and stuff like that. Take other trainers classes Mm -hmm. and just to see my friends also on zoom, which is super fun Fridays and Sundays. And it sometimes flips with my rest days. Sometimes it'll be Mm -hmm. Saturday, Sunday. I take two days a week to like really not move my body or stretch because I do go so hard on my training days. Mm -hmm. And because I've experienced really like severe the severe side effects of overtraining in the past aka losing my period and you know feeling incredibly fatigued like I can't even stand up or open my eyes or have no willpower to like use the bathroom and like get up and walk around my house I take rest days super seriously and that's good for a while I was doing in quarantine I was still doing like six days a week of working out but It just wasn't enough for my body to recover enough to be able to really push on my training days. One of my resolutions I... I don't have to call them resolutions, like New Year's intentions, I guess I wrote down <laughs> in my, it, yeah, <laughs> in my like life book planner was to take rest days way more seriously than I was.
0: That's so crazy because again, I feel like whenever you see like fitness people, you're just like, oh, they're always working out like 24, seven hours, like of no, the day, no. you know, it's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just wild. Yeah. I don't know. So I mean mm-hmm. that also, I feel like that should motivate everyone to be like, yeah, you don't have to work out every single day to like oh do gosh, something, don't, especially don't when you're that. first starting, yeah. you know.
1: Even, like, on days where you don't feel like doing anything, A, either take it as a rest day. Between, like, a five and ten minute movement something session, take Mm -hmm. a brisk walk. Jump rope. Hold a plank and do some bicep curls. Moving your body.
0: Yay! Yes, just move. Just move. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. And so the last thing that I've got to ask I you is I've been thinking Ms. about Kayla, this the whole time. <laughs> you've been thinking about it. She knows. Yeah. She knows. What's your top adulting tip for the listeners today? Can be anything. Shoot. When you first kind of told me you were going to ask me
1: this question, uh, I'm like, oh my, it's like stressing. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I say? I want it has to say to be things. And it
0: has to be grand.
1: <laughs> yeah. the one thing that I thought of that really stuck with me is to find your truth. But be flexible enough to allow that truth to change as you grow.
0: Oh Ooh. no, she just yeah, blew okay, the house Okay, we'll, we'll down. stick with that.
1: So I'll <laughs> explain a little bit. So finding your truth can be something as simple as, for, this is a personal example from my life, I guess. Instagram says that bread will make me fat. I personally love bread, and it doesn't bother my stomach. So for me, bread is healthy. So that's a truth. And if, you know, my sister is like a bread queen, so she would agree (laughs) as well. Um, Finding your truth as to your convictions, what you believe in, you know, like, I believe in that eating this way fuels me, and it may be too carb heavy for Instagram, you know, like, people may disagree, but I know this is my truth. Like, Eric can also be like, oh, I don't like to run. I love more um, cardio bursts and weight training. Dude,
0: that's me. That's me. Anchor (laughs) into
1: that. Totally fine. Like, Uh there's no right or wrong for anything regarding, you know, your health. I mean, there's, there is, there's, health is unique, let me say. Health and fitness and nutrition is super unique, but also, so I kind of realized that a while ago in my adult life, but the part about being flexible and allowing that truth to change is definitely a practice because our bodies are constantly changing and evolving. And, you know, we're growing up every mm-hmm. second, every day. We're going through different seasons in our life and our bodies doing different things, especially women. Our bodies, our hormones mm-hmm. are always doing something that,
0: Literally. you know,
1: pushing us to something else. <laughs> um, so, yes, you have to be strong in your truth and belief and convictions. But you also have to know that you're a human and you grow and you have to be flexible enough and give yourself enough grace to allow those truths to change. But as long as you feel a conviction in your heart and be flexible to like live that through and not, you know, be stuck in your past self, you know, mm-hmm. if you're moving on in life, it just, you won't feel right. And you won't feel like you're probably living Your best life, I guess you could say.
0: Does that make sense? (laughs) Yes. No, I love that so much. For sure. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it is a lot of like self- what's the word? Like self-geared mindset type thing for that kind of thing. I feel like you really have to have your own mind when it comes to that. And yes, it is, I feel like a million times harder to have your own mindset when there's so many things being thrown at you, fitness wise and nutrition wise, you're just kind of like, what do I believe? What is my own truth? You have what to, you have to ask
1: yourself exactly what, yeah. what do I believe? I see all mm-hmm. these
0: things. I see these diets. I see the two week six pack
1: challenges. We're not going we say names over here, but <laughs> what do I believe? Like, what is my mm-hmm. body telling me I'm such a fan I say this so much I feel like it sounds so annoying listening to your body is everything Mm
0: -hmm. your body
1: knows she knows what she wants and (laughs) oftentimes and I'm sure everyone's experienced this when you don't listen to your body you're like oh if I had listened then Mm -hmm. xyz wouldn't have happened so it's it's all a learning process and being being flexible you know approaching things with a growth mindset I like to say and listening to your body yeah but finding your truths and really anchoring to your convictions are are a really big part of my life and what I try to like live by and share
0: yeah that's amazing I feel like that applies to so many areas of life as well like just everything like in learning and just absolutely everything so yeah that was beautiful miss Kayla
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad it that it oh my God. Okay. i was like what am i gonna say what am i gonna say Find
0: the truth. but it's <laughs> no, true you're so good it works <laughs> yeah. it works yeah but yeah guys that was kayla's episode i'm so glad to have had her on today go ahead and shout out your socials go ahead and do that Ooh, whole thing i mean it will sure. be left down below but go ahead thank
1: you my instagram is at kayla underscore if you're in new york city i mean obviously oh, yeah. because go of covid stuff it's out. closed right now But if you're in New York or in a surrounding area, I teach at Body by Simone in West Chelsea, and I would love to see you in class. Or if you're ever... You know with me in an audition or something say hi <laughs>
0: right yeah that's yeah. literally how it happened i just saw yeah. it was so weird because it was a crowded room this is a whole other tangent but it was such a crowded room and that I was, was like that she weird looks like so lifetime yeah show, it right? was yes and that actually ended up happening that was interesting i like saw her in the mirror and i was like this girl just looks familiar and by the yeah. way like i literally it was a shot in the dark i really did not honestly think it was you i was like it's probably just someone else like i don't know yeah and then i said something she was like yeah and i was like what are the odds I think bro you, i think you
1: asked me and i get this a lot because i Obviously yeah. like my sister Ava's like really popular. Right, right, right. A lot of girls like your age and stuff know who she is. I think you were like, Are you are you Ava's sister? And I yeah, was like, I was like yeah. Are you Ava's
0: sister? Yeah, because I was like, I get it I, so like, it was, much. Yeah. But that's the thing. I didn't even like, again, it could have been anyone, but you just like yeah, look yeah, yeah. so much like Kayla. And I was like, that might be her. <laughs> yeah. It was But <laughs> yeah. And right right when you said like, because I think we briefly
1: talked about I was like, Oh, how old are you? You know, why did you when did you come to New oh, York? Yeah, and you told yeah, me yeah. you were like i
0: 17, I just moved here. I was like big. Yeah, that's same. literally what's Text she, that's me anytime, DM me if you need help. That's what you said. Yeah. And then we've been friends ever since. What yeah. a what a story. I still have a bag of clothes for you in my apartment. Oh by yeah. The literally oh my god, that's so, so funny. funny. Just, that's yeah. hilarious. And then I saw her like <laughs> seeing you like several times at like audition <laughs> oh, yeah. buildings and we just like run into each other. It's so funny. New York City is so big and so small at the same time, guys. But yeah, yeah that yeah. was our little long tangent, this entire thing. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you again, Kayla, for coming on. It was wonderful. And yeah, guys, that's about it. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah.